Hello and welcome to Patch Notes, Radio Free South Bronx's gaming industry news show. I'm your host, Adam Castor, and boy, do we have a bevy of things to talk about today. A bunch of upcoming releases, more bits and pieces of announcements leading up to E3, and much, much more. To start, let's discuss the upcoming releases for this week. Starting on Tuesday, May 29th, one of my most highly anticipated releases, Street Fighter The 30th Anniversary Collection. This game, coming in at a surprising $40 price tag, has every single Street Fighter game, except for the EX series and up to Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. So, for those keeping track at home, we have Street Fighter 1, five versions of Street Fighter 2, the Street Fighter Alpha Trilogy, and... Street Fighter 3, New Generation, Second Impact, and Third Strike. Exciting stuff. That's 12 games in one $40 package. And I'm a huge Street Fighter fan. Full disclosure, I have been since freshman year of college, and I am so pumped to play these games in a complete package. And especially since online multiplayer is going to be available for Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter Alpha 3, and Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting. Next up, staying with May 29th, it's like we literally just talked about Stardew Valley, because we did last week, when uh, Stardew Valley got ported to the PlayStation Vita. In that episode of Patch Notes, I referenced Stardew Valley being a Harvest Moon impersonator, and now Harvest Moon Light of Hope is coming to the Nintendo Switch and PS4 with a special edition, which is literally Harvest Moon Light of Hope Special Edition. And it is exciting to those people that are into the whole farming simulator sort of thing. It's not my shtick, but I've seen what Stardew Valley does to people and how it draws people in. It's kind of like the it's kind of like a Sims sort of effect, if that makes any sense. It is very addicting. It really, really draws you in. The those games and farming simulators like it are real masters of immersion. So it's exciting to have another Harvest Moon game coming out and coming out on the current gen consoles. So speaking of collections, these next two games are also staying with May 29th. For all of you Sega Genesis fans out there, Sega Genesis Classics is coming out for everything but the Switch and is very similar to the last time that Sega did this when they released Sonic's Genesis Classics for last generation consoles, Xbox 360, PS3. And with that, they added a few new games as expected, but they also took out Sonic 3 and Knuckles. So take that as you will. I would definitely check out what games are being added and see if that's worth your while, especially if, you are, if you've already bought the Genesis Classics, Sonic's Genesis Classics. And finally, on Tuesday, Japanese bullet hell shooter Ikaruga is coming out for Switch on Tuesday as well. And this game came out in 2001 and is apparently still going strong after a fresh cut of paint from its developers. Came out in 2001 for the GameCube, actually. As bullet hell shooters go for me, the way the rule of bullet hell shooters for me is if you didn't have carpal tunnel and headache before, you probably will after playing it. No, but in all seriousness, these shoot 'em up games can get very intense, very high octane. I mean, look at any screenshot of this game, and you wonder how the hell people can actually survive this onslaught of dots. It's a lot of pattern memorization and it, it just takes a skill. They, it, it takes skill. It takes a lot of skill to get good at these games. Finally, on the new release schedule, survival horror game Agony is coming out for everything except for the Switch. I haven't really heard much about it and thankfully the proliferation of survival horror games seems to have died down a bit because everyone's playing Battle Royale games now. And all the YouTubers, are that's what they're streaming. So the survival horror game market hasn't been getting as much exposure in recent years. But honestly, the concept of Agony is pretty cool. 
So essentially you're a soul going through hell seeking salvation. And on, and frankly, when I read about that, I was like, wait a minute. Why haven't companies used this before? Hell is a is a great place to put a horror to set a horror game in. It just seems like such untapped potential. So I'm really interested to see how that works as a concept. And maybe uh, we could see games in the future kind of borrow from what Agony does well and maybe improve on what Agony doesn't do well and kind of have it pro proliferate from there. So that's about it for the new releases this week. And for gaming news, this first part is very saddening. This happened last Friday, or last Thursday, I believe. And YouTuber and gaming critic John Total Biscuit Bane has passed of bowel cancer. He leaves a wife and son. And the reason I'm talking about this is that John Bain had a very large following on YouTube, about 2.2 million subscribers. And he was notable because he just did so much. He criticized uh, anti-consumer practices in the gaming industry and issues in gaming in general. And he also had a podcast uh, called The Co-Optional Podcast with fellow gaming YouTubers Dodger and Jesse Cox. And many of his closest friends and fellow YouTubers took to social media to send their condolences to his family and wish them well in this very tough time in their lives. Very sad to see someone who was so impactful on the gaming journalism sphere uh, just taken taken from us too soon. But on to some happy news. It's the end of the month. That means it's time to talk about the Xbox Live Games with Gold and free with PlayStation Plus for June 2018. So on the Xbox side of things, from June 1st to June 30th, you can get Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia on the Xbox One for free. From the 1st to the 15th, you can get Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed for free on the 360. From the 16th to the 30th, LEGO Indiana Jones 2 is free on the 360. And from June 15th to July 16th, the Smite Gold Bundle is free. Exciting offerings, to be sure. A good variety of genres. Honestly, for me, the one that I'm looking forward to the most is Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed because I was very into it when I first saw some gameplay of it, but I've never really, I never really had an excuse to buy it, but now I have zero excuse. I can get it for free. This kind of thing, it's great. And as far as value is concerned from these four games, the Smite Gold Bundle is the best value. As just like a, as a pure discount is the best value. That, the Smite Gold Bundle is $100 and you're getting it for free. It's great. The, I mean, I'm going to say this later, but you know, these, these services really pay for themselves, honestly. And for Sony's lineup, PS4 owners are receiving Tactical Shooter XCOM 2 and stunt biking game Trials Fusion. It's a nice set of genre variety that, and these games are very, these genres rather, are under underrepresented in the gaming sphere today. I feel like these services, both uh, PS4 or PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold, they do lead players to try new games because there isn't that monetary barrier of entry or any sort of risk because why spend $60 on a game that you might not like from a new genre when you could just get it for free? And if you don't like it, then that's it. You don't have to spend any extra money on top of the gaming service, the online service that you're paying for. It's just free. And that's every month. And I can think of a, a couple of games where I really have not gotten in. I hadn't, I wouldn't have gotten into the genre or even bought the game if it wasn't for uh, Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus. I mean, my friend got this Kung Fu Panda fighting game uh, that was free a couple months ago on PlayStation Plus. 
I've gotten I've tried some indie games because of Xbox Live Gold, like Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, uh, Speedrunners, that kind of thing. And thankfully, it's not just indie games. You get full-fledged releases on these uh, services. And like I said before, these games, the four on Xbox Live Gold and the two on PlayStation Plus, they they prove that PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold practically pay for themselves with not only this free stuff, but the discounts that they bring. The only downside, honestly, and I talked about this in Patch Notes Editorial, is that you have to pay money to play games online. That's that's the only thing, that's the only downside I, I really see to it. In other news, E3 hype, it's here. I mean, it was here last week, but it's really here. There have been a lot of announcements and trailers. Just last night, uh, there were announcements that I'm gonna be talking about. As I was writing this episode, there were announcements happening. It's been crazy. And it's going to be crazy up until and through E3 week, which is June 12th and June 14th. And we're going to be providing coverage of that. But first, there were some announcements from Capcom and Bethesda. Bethesda's conference is actually on June 10th, and Capcom doesn't have a conference. So Capcom announced a release date for Mega Man 11, and they also put out a new trailer for it. So many callbacks to last week. Literally just talked about Mega Man last week with the Legacy Collections coming to Nintendo Switch. Mega Man 11 is coming out on October 2nd, 2018. The trailer looks really cool and gives characters voices in the classic series for the first time since Mega Man 8. And unlike that game, thank God, the voices actually sound good and fit the characters speaking the lines. I mean, listen to the voice acting on Mega Man 8 and you will just you'll probably throw up a little in your mouth it's just not great it is really just not great dr light sounds like elmer fudd Mega Man sounds like a girl when he's supposed to be a guy the delivery just doesn't sound great it's very much like a late 90 it's late 90s voice acting what do you want resident evil was the same way except resident evil was actually funny and meme worthy <laughs> with all the with all the ridiculous stuff that uh was in that game and Bethesda announced a new Fallout game. And thank God for the Fallout fans out there. They've been waiting for a game since Fallout 4. But I mean, honestly, the the wait between Fallout 4 and this new game, Fallout 76, I don't think it's going to be as long as the wait between Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. And so really all they announced was the title of the game so far is fallout 76 and honestly it's the mark that's the marketing strategy it's like oh here's the here's the title of the game but check out our conference on the 10th for more details on it and i mean that makes sense that's standard that's par for the course as far as e3 you're teasing the the title and then you're gonna say oh check out more at e3 and finally on for the new section, Nintendo announced Pokemon Let's Go, a new Pokemon game for Nintendo Switch. Probably the first, correct me if I'm wrong, the first console Pokemon game, the first full-fledged console Pokemon game that plays very similar to the, the, the handheld versions. And it's supposed to go back to the game's roots in the Kanto region and will task players with catching the first 151 Pokemon. This has been the most hype announcement so far this summer. And it's been rumored for months now, and now there's a proper Pokemon game Pokemon game for consoles. I'm surprised it's taken them this long to do that. It's also multiplayer, and the way that you catch Pokemon in the wild is very similar to Pokemon Go. It's releasing with a Pokeball style controller, which is crazy. And honestly, from the trailer, it 
it's all it's almost like it's inviting people to th- throw their joy cons at the tv because for how you throw the pokeball you literally kind of like you flick your wrist with the joy con in hand I mean, thank God there are wrist traps on the on those things. But that motion is inviting people to throw their uh, controllers at the TV. Just like with the Wii, with the Wiimote. But overall, very hype announcement. The graphics look great, honestly, of this game. And they were definitely what I would expect from a console Pokemon game. Now on to what am I playing right now? This is one of my favorite segments because I feel like it adds more depth to me as a content creator and lets me talk about a hidden gem that I might be playing at that moment. The game that I'm playing this week doesn't really apply to that sentiment, sentiment though. That sentiment more applies to Wizard of Legend, which I talked about last week. Though this week, in excitement, for the Stanley Cup Finals that are starting on May 28th. I've been playing NHL 18. I mean, frankly, I've been playing NHL 18 a lot before the Stanley Cup Finals and throughout the playoffs, basically. But it seems like a good segue to open this up with. And it's very fun. It's a very fun game. As far as gameplay is concerned, it is a great hockey simulator. The graphics are great, aside from the overused NBC Sports format, is terrific. As a New York Rangers fan, I love hearing Slapshot whenever I score and sing along to it every time. I mean, it's so catchy. It's the ultimate catchy song because there are no lyrics. Also, the the newest thing in that game, NHL 3s, is very exciting. It's high-octane, 3-on-3 three three action with a hype announcer that's literally overthrowing with 2-on-0 situations, which make scoring goals super fun because you're basically cycling the puck all the way down the ice and then you score because the defense has either been checked into oblivion or they're just not there plus in there is also a mechanic called the money puck where one goal can either score your team multiple goals or take goals away from your opponent that's sick i mean that that is that just creates hype situations like for example let's say you're tied at two two to two and the game is to five and then you get a plus three money puck so basically the game turns into next goal wins and that's that's amazing that's so fun along with nhl 18 i've also been playing pokemon alpha sapphire on my train rides to the office and pokemon alpha sapphire and and the game that it is a remake of pokemon sapphire is one of my favorite games of all time definitely top three i basically grew up on pokemon ruby sapphire and emerald they were my first Pokemon games. Uh, everyone in my grade in elementary school was playing them. It was either that or Yu-Gi-Oh, more or less. And this takes those games that came out in the early 2000s and basically renders them obsolete with how great it looks, with how much Pokemon, which how with how many Pokemon are actually in the game. It's a staggering amount. It's every single Pokemon up to Generation 6. And also with the fact that you don't need like special codes or something to catch like legendary Pokemon like Deoxys and also online trading so helpful in Pokemon games and also my favorite part of the game other than all that and the graphics is that I can mega evolve my favorite Pokemon Blaziken and also fly around the map with a mega Latios or mega Latios if you're playing uh, Omega Ruby and seeing the map in full in all 3d just flying over Hoenn it's really it's really great it's really great. And honestly, if I told my eight-year-old self that this is the future of his third favorite game, I think he would have fainted. So this has been it for this episode of Patch Notes. For more, check out RadioFreeSouthBronx.com or Radio Free South Bronx on SoundCloud and iTunes. I will see you next week where we will be talking about more upcoming releases, more gaming news, and more stuff that I've been playing. For everyone at Radio Free South Bronx, I have been your host, Adam Caster. Have a great day.